Yo, 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 you are not prescribed with the realest or reset of things your friends won't say and your man gonna lie about. Y'all already know, it's your boy Dewey Rice. We back on the mic. It's been like a month, you feel me? So, you know what I'm saying? Welcome back, everybody. You know what I'm saying? To the new people, welcome. But who am I sitting with today? Who am I sitting with today? Ladies first. Ladies first. Okay, so hey, everyone. I am Autumn. I am happy to be here. Okay. I, yeah, that's it. That's me. Okay. Yes, uh, my name is Bill. Um, preacher, public speaker, rapper. So, yeah, man. Excited to be here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, appreciate y'all for being here. You know what I'm saying? So, Adi is a recurring guest. It's recurring, right? Yep. It's definitely recurring, okay? Definitely. Recurring, returning. <laughs> hey, Autumn back. You know what I'm saying? She, uh, if you've listened to the Mother's Day episode, she was on that one about a year ago. Actually, we just said that while we was like setting up and stuff. So, welcome back, Adi. You know what I'm saying? What's up, bro? Welcome to the show. You feel me? So, you said preacher... What like else? Public speaker. Preacher, public speaker. Rapper. Okay, yeah. so Autumn, I need you to plug your stuff too. Okay. Because there's a reason why you're here today. So tell us why. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, so I am an aspiring therapist. Period. I'm a master of social work student. Okay. I guess you could say I'm also a public speaker. Period. So here I am. Because we be speaking at events we and shit. We be speaking. <laughs> <laughs> here. Outside speaking, okay? Period, okay. All right, so y'all already know me, and if you don't know me, you know what I'm saying, it's Dewey, you know what I'm saying, I got a podcast, but we're going to move on, we're going to move on, we're going to move on. So, it's May, May is Mental Health Month, so thank y'all for coming on, because we are talking about it, we're going to get into it. Uh, we're going to talk about therapy, you know what I'm saying, mental health, and things of that nature, so it's going to be, y'all Y'all used to me like laughing and shit, I'm probably still going to get my laughs off, but you know what I'm saying, this is going to be a little deep, little serious episode. Don't cry. Don't, I, I'm not going to cry, bro, because I don't, don't do that, because I cried <laughs> when she was with my mom. I did cry in the episode, you feel me? Emotions yeah. and shit, you know. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's whatever. Men do cry. Yeah, yeah I, I understand. Understand. Cry, bro. I understand. Okay. I understand. So we're gonna go to the waiting room. So in the waiting room, y'all, we just kinda kick it. Actually, no, before we go to the waiting room, how's y'all's week been? My bad. I'm jumping in this shit. How y'all's week been? Tell me that. Mine's been cool. So um school ended the semester ended like a week ago. Okay. So I got my grades on Monday. Okay. And I'm just been feeling good. Got all A's. I'm about to say, you're going to tell me you got all A's, all nigga. A's, Don't okay. do that. Okay. okay. Two okay. were minuses, but they still A's. Okay. 3.875. Facts. Say it again. Hold on. Say it again. 3.875. Yeah. Energy. <laughs> Yo. So you got the good grades. Okay, sis. So I just been maxing and relaxing. Period. And drinking. Period. Every day. Because we're going to do that. <laughs> Don Julio Reposado. <laughs> Yo. Uh, Yo. What's up, Bill? How your week been, bro? Man, it's been cool, man. I just got some recording done early in the week, and then you know, just uh, just working, man. Just putting in the work, grinding. For sure. My wife, uh, she uh, started. She uh, quit her job, started a business this week, man. Okay. So, you know, just, you know what I'm saying? You know, Clocks you all, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, so yeah, that's that's it, man. Just. To celebrate the success, that's all, man. Always, always. So, you know, my week has been, it's been good. You know, it's Friday, it's time to kick it. Um, when this episode is released, I would have been to walk the stage. So, tomorrow I walk the stage at my for my master's. So, I, mean, I graduated a year ago, but I get to finally walk. So, that's exciting. Um, yeah, it's been pretty cool, though. It's been chill. So, Congratulations. Yeah, that's I just great. got back from Miami, you know what I'm saying? I got these burns on me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sunburn and shit. I didn't know it happened like this. I didn't use no sunscreen. I'm a goofy, but yeah. I had a vacay, and you know what I'm saying? We feeling good. No so, he said, what? No sunscreen. no sunscreen, bro. Like, and my shit is peeling bad. Like, have you ever had, got sunburned? Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Like, I would like, never wish it on nobody. That's how you know he don't go nowhere. Bro, I don't go nowhere, bro. You can tell I don't get off the city. Like, that's embarrassing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but, all right. So, now we're going to get into the waiting room. So, in the waiting room, we have fun. This is letting the audience know who we're talking to for the rest of the episode. So, you know what I'm saying? Your answers are reflecting who you are. All right? Mm-hmm. So, this game today is called Who Can I Run To? So, who's going to be first to tell me what song, who, who song that song? Anybody going to tell me? Who can when I run to? I need love. Hey, hold on, wait, wait. What's, what song is that? Oh when shit! I, <laughs> like, I didn't remember that lyric. I'm like, hold on. Yeah, it's, so it's escape. You feel me? So who can I run to? So this game, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna tell them after we read your scenario. You're gonna tell them who could they run to? A professional, like a therapist, or one of their peoples, their family, their friends, whatever. All right. Okay. okay. So hmm. let's get into it. So. 
Been in a relationship for nine years on and off, and I've always worked and maintained the household. My partner can't keep a job, and instead of looking for employment, all they want to do is kick it with their friends. Last thing, anytime we have a problem, they become defensive and we fight. But I think it's okay because my mom and dad used to hit each other when I was growing up. But fuck this. Who can I run to? A professional or not? You need a psychiatrist. You need a professional, <laughs> bro. You need a professional. Okay. Why? You lost me when you said, ah, it was okay when I saw my mom, my yeah. dad hit me. Nah, bro. You lost me right there. Go, okay. Go get some help. Go get some help. Go get some help. You need to heal that childhood trauma. Okay. Because it's tying into your relationship for nine years. You lost me at that, too. But yeah. You, they lost you with the, the on and off for nine years? Yeah, on you and off. You can do off? it? Yeah. Okay, if it's like, you know, consistent, but on and off, why? What you mean, why? If it's on and off yeah. for that long, I clearly don't need to be with you. And I clearly need to figure out what I need to do to get, get out of this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's facts. I think on and off, just like, like she said, show like inconsistency, you feel me? And then on top of that, it's like, you know... Y'all taking too many breaks and it's just kind of showing like y'all not really sticking in it for the long run. Y'all kind like even though y'all together that long, okay, y'all not really committing to each other the full time. Like y'all like you know what, let's take a break. Like you know what I mean? I think that like real got like, good relationships. Like you really gotta just stay in there and fight. You know what yeah, I mean? fight like, through it. I don't need a break. Like we need to talk about this. Okay, and figure out what we need to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? They so, just comfortable. Yeah, they really are. What just co- they cozy? They, they what? Like, I I believe in breaks to an extent, but not that on and off shit. No, you're comfortable at that point. Go <clears> seek <throat> help, then move on. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna shut my ass up because <laughs> I was gonna have a rebuttal, but I really I don't got a rebuttal. So I know. All right, you don't. so <laughs> professional help, both sides, professional. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah, just definitely. Yeah, go see a professional. I would just say go see the professional because, like you said, the childhood trauma. Just because you seen your mom and your dad do it and go through it, don't mean that you necessarily have to or you necessarily have to accept it. So definitely seek professional help. All right. So the next one. Work been busy. I started this master program. Car was repoed, but <laughs> and I feel like I'm going to snap. Family been hella supportive by watching my kid, so I can get a break. Do I need professional help or no? I wouldn't say too professional, you know, just maybe you just need to vent like, okay, I need to get my finances in order because right. of my car. Just figure out what you need to do to, you know, get things together. Facts. Facts. Yeah. What I just think? think you need a friend with some advice. You know what I mean? Like somebody that might be like heading in the direction you're trying to head in yeah. or something. You feel me? Who maybe Facts. got they got their head on their shoulders a little better. Not to say you maybe not don't got that. You know what I mean? Maybe you do. It's just you got a bad situation, but... Somebody can kind of talk to you, maybe encourage you or something. You know, you don't really need professional help with that one. I agree. I do think that <clears throat> sometimes we think that we need professional help for some things that we like, we can figure out. But even not professional help, I think that we feel like we need people to figure things out for us that we can definitely figure out. So I agree with y'all. I that, think that's one. Of, this is one of those situations. Yeah, you can sit like, down and make an Excel sheet of your budget. <laughs> Big facts. Big but facts. who is doing that though? Honestly, but for real, that's especially me. if you're deciding to go to school. Yeah. Okay. Your whole lifestyle kind of changes. You it may do. have to quit your job. Facts. You know, there's so many different things that tie into that. So you just need to sit down and manage your money. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Good shit. Okay. So the next one. I've always been independent. Everything on my own, my car, my house, shit, what else can you own? Motherfucking everything, etc. Alright. Don't need nobody for anything. Don't need nobody for shit because people let me down. I learned to grind hard by my foster parents at an early age. Who can I run to? Okay, this low key me, I ain't been in foster care. But like being too independent is a trauma response. Okay. And you need to, you may need to talk to a professional about that just to see why you can't let your guards down to ask for help. You said that too, because I'm I'm that person. All right, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna have to roll. I'm rolling with that, man. You definitely need some professional help. I think at some point everybody needs help in some way, shape, or form. So right. it's like for you to feel like you got to take it all on yourself and you don't need nobody. Like, eh, I don't know about that one, Bucko. Okay, you might need some help. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so I'm going to say um, definitely need some professional help, um, but I I am that independent person. Like, I just feel like, not saying that I've done everything on my own because I've always had support and I've always had help, but I think that at the end of the day, I'm going to say I can do it on my own and that shit will bite you in your ass. Not every time, but most 99% of the time, that shit will bite you in the ass just for simple questions and shit. All right, so the next, well, the last one, 
So, my mom was on drugs all my life. Dad been in jail since I was five. Mm. Ooh, everybody said, mm, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to stay a player because I know that all relationships come to an end. Marriage is a joke because the bond is more important than the title. Who can I run to? You need Jesus. help. You can run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. That's what you need to run to. Buddy. So, first of all, <laughs> first of all, I feel attacked. <laughs> That's number one. Second, I'm, I'm going to deal with her after the, after the episode. That's one. <laughs> For one, I feel attacked because I am the person that says, like, marriage is a joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, a bond is way more important than a title. Yeah. I really truly feel that way. Like, I don't feel that way. I feel like it's leverage. Like, the title puts respect behind the bond and that's just how i feel okay you know i've been seeing a lot of people say like oh you know marriage is just a a paper Piece of paper no, that's not how i feel i feel like marriage is marriage you know adds that respect behind the bond yeah. and it's just we're in this okay that's how i feel about marriage and marriage is a goal of mine you gonna have that ring period period okay. <laughs> i will retire with a ring okay? big facts hey look we get championships okay well bill is married y'all so bill what you think about that what yeah, you think man, about it uh, is it just a piece of paper yeah uh you need professional help i think marriage is a, for me you know what i mean everybody don't see marriage the same way but for me i right. feel like marriage is a covenant you feel me it's a vow it's like a promise you make you know mm-hmm. what i mean between your spouse and god it's like I'm going to honor you, respect you, love you. I'm going to do the best I can to to do everything for you. You know what I mean? To show you that, like, you're that like that priority in my life, that person that I value, you know Thanks. what I mean, above every other person that I see in my in my day-to-day life. So, you know what I mean? Marriage is marriage is definitely serious, bro. Like, it can get it can get a really high and it can get low, you know what I mean? But um, you know, it's just really whether or not you're willing to make that, like, that commitment, bro. Like, it's it's definitely a commitment. I've heard it's really hard, but I've actually heard mixed reviews, though. So, I've heard, like, I was actually at my dad's, <laughs> I shouldn't say this. I was actually at my dad's birthday dinner last night, right? And so, we was all having a conversation just about women, you know what I'm saying? Things that, you know, all dudes, you're going to have conversations about women, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the hoes, blah, blah, blah. And one of the men that were there that was married, he was like, I would never advise you to get married. And so, of course, we're all listening. We're younger. We're like, why wouldn't you advise to get married? He was like, it's way more than what y'all think. And it's just, it's not simple. And I'm like, that wasn't really a good, that's not really, that's not really a good, like, that's not really deterring me. I already don't feel like I want to get married, but that's not deterring me from getting married. And so he continued. So, of course, I'm going to ask more questions because I just need to know why. Right. And so I'm like, you know, it's not making sense. Like, why? He was just like, because I feel like. People are not understanding, like, you gotta, if you're gonna be down, you gotta be down for the long haul. And when you said lows, like, there's gonna be some high highs, but there's definitely gonna be some real lows that, like, resonated with me because that's kind of what he was trying to say to us. But I'm, for me, I just feel like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Yeah, well, see, here's the thing, bro, right? Like, so, for example, with the last, like, the last, uh, you know, wedding room game or whatever, yeah. like, the, you know what I mean, with the one with, like, we take breaks on it. Like, you don't get that in marriage, bro. Like, you don't get, you know what I mean? Like, y'all got to talk about that. Like, yeah. y'all got to figure that out, bro. Like, yeah. there's no, like, if you taking it serious, if, Facts. like, you really trying to honor your covenant between you, like, you and her and God, like... There's no break, bro. Like, there's no, like, oh, we need, like, nah, fam. Y'all got to figure that out. Like, because yeah. y'all got to live with each other. Y'all got to go to sleep in the same bed. Like, y'all sleep nah. under the same cover. Like, we'll y'all got to figure that out, bro. Like, <laughs> ain't no, like, you know, I need a break. I'm going to take the couch. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> ain't none of that, Yeah, though. like, ain't none of that. Like, even if you on the couch, bro, like, you still ain't going to sleep. Mm-hmm. You still ain't going to sleep because you know she upstairs mad. You downstairs mad. You like, y'all bothered. Hell you feel yeah. me? Y'all got to figure that out, yo. Like, yeah, it ain't, yeah. yeah I feel that. And I'm a firm believer in not going to sleep mad. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because it's like if we we in this together, yeah. I don't want you to go to sleep mad. Why not? Like you don't want your person to go to sleep mad yeah. at you. Okay. Cuz not even at me, but just in general. Like I just feel like you don't deserve that. Yeah. You know at night, that's when I wash everything off and I'm at peace and Fast. I go to sleep. Period. I don't want you to be mad or upset, especially if it has anything to do with me. I want to talk about it. See, that's the big thing about communication and shit like that. Okay. All right. So y'all know you know what I'm saying? Y'all done ended the game and shit with Okay, all right. Like, you know, it's always me. I swear to God, it's always me, bro. But to go into the office, bro, just to talk about, let's get into it. So, as we know, mental health, I feel like it's been talked about more these days, but it really wasn't back in the day. So when we were like in high school, middle school, Bill, how old are you? I'm twenty nine. 
Autumn. 26. And I'm 27. So I feel like, oh, we're not 20. Okay. 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 So um, I feel like it really wasn't talked about like back, back in the day. But now with social media and everything, mental health and getting help and seeking therapy is really big. So I feel like it's definitely an important conversation to have. But for me, I want to know, because I got a little story for y'all, but I want to know like when, like, when was it talked about in your household, like mental health in general, like anxiety, mm. depression, you know what I'm saying? Like those terms, when was it talked about in your household or if it was touched on at all? So it was never really touched on in my household for real. So it was just me and my mom. Okay. But I remember her, she used to be like, I'm depressed, I'm depressed when yeah. I was younger. And I didn't really know what that meant. Yeah. And I remember she used to take pills. So... Um, I'd be like, you take your, like when she would be like spiraling out or just being mean to me, I'd be like, you take your, uh, pills. (laughs) (laughs) Like, pop that, sis. (laughs) Yeah, you're real annoying. (laughs) But yeah, like that was kind of like my first introduction to what depression was. But other than that, I feel like I never really learned until I became an adult. Okay. What about you, bro? Yeah, bro, that was, uh, so mental health in my home was, um, where I grew up, so I, I kind of, like, had a split, um, upraising, so, like, I grew up with my mom, and I moved okay. out with my mom's, and I, like, lived with my brother for a while, and, um, so, like, um, I grew up, like, in a Christian home, so, like, gotcha. everything was, like, really spiritualized, bro, so, like, <sighs> mental health was never addressed as mental health, it was just, like, it was demonized, like, oh, you just need demons cast out of you, you, you know what I mean, like, yeah. this is not whatever, da 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 and, like, um, like when I started to separate myself, you know what I mean, from from people who taught that. It's not that I don't like. I still have my faith, but at the end of the day, like I understand that some things are more practical than yes. that. You know what I mean? So oh it's like gosh. I was like, yo, like I just really need to go see somebody to talk about this. You Facts. know what I mean? Like it's not that Jesus ain't enough, but sometimes I need people. You know what I mean? So Facts. it's like somebody who you know what I mean could just relate to me. Not mm-hmm. to say that he can't, but somebody who I could just talk to and get it out and somebody just give me the information like, yo, like you just need to do X, Y, and Z. Like facts. Boom. So that that for me, I didn't really hear it too much. Like mental health was something I need to see a therapist for. It was Absolutely. more so like just go to God and he'll deliver you. Oh, that, that that go to so, God, bro. That was the favorite. And I feel like for definitely for me, so it was never really talked about in my household, but I, I guess like looking back, I can tell, I can see moments where like my mom was depressed or like my dad was going through some things. I still think, I feel like they both still go through things, but I feel like it was never talked about. I never seen emotion in the household, none of that. But to your point though, it's a funny cause like, I, so, okay, a year ago I got into therapy again. So I, at first I like seek therapy like two years ago with my pastor. That's a whole different type of, I thought like it's just a whole different type of therapy because I knew him, he knew me whole different type right just yeah. kind of like kind of just unpacking to somebody that knows me yeah but you know what i'm saying a couple months ago i decided to go to therapy with some with the actual therapist and it was funny because the first session i had i was kind of excited about it and i went to my grandma and i'm like yeah i got a got a session with a therapist like you know what i'm saying found them was referred to him whatever she's like you don't need a therapist I'm like I, mm. I feel like i do like I, I feel like i do she's like no just talk to god no, <laughs> I'm gonna talk to God, but I feel like I want to talk to somebody else too. You know what I'm saying? So it's so funny you said yeah, that your man. family, you you be so it's so spiritual, which is no problem. Like God, you know what I'm saying? How you're higher up, whoever you believe in. But at the end of the day, like I do feel like we still need to talk to somebody else. But so with the too. black community, my grandma was like, "You don't need no counselor." And I just don't understand why it's like that. I understand that they didn't talk about it back then, but. Yeah. For us and not like, I mean, for our kids, our future, like that's what is, that's what we're about to be talking about. Like mental health is very serious. So that's, that's, that's funny. You said the spiritual yeah, thing. It, it hit me, bro. Yeah, like, man. did your mom ever hit you with like, God got you? Oh yeah. Like- and, my <laughs> and I just feel like as I get older, I just feel like black people, the one thing that black people lack is accountability. Mm. Talk about All right. it. Like, talk about it. I'm not. Oh, no, talk about it. I just feel like with my family in general, it's yeah. just always God got me. But like, what are you doing? You're not doing anything. Facts. So it's like I feel like you know things work both ways. You still got to put in the work, and you can still Facts. have your faith. Right. And I feel like that ties into the mental health aspect of it too, because you can't just sit here do nothing mm-hmm. and talk about faith over fear. God got me. Bye. Because <laughs> like, no, what shit. are you doing? Like, you do you really expect to see ten thousand dollars tomorrow and you're not doing anything? 
But look, hey, look, sure, no, but real shit, that's really how it be, and I think for so long. Like, even growing up, like, in middle school and stuff, I mean, never did I think about a counselor or things like that. But I, I used to be I used to be going through it, you know what I'm saying? You know, just going through growing pains, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I used to always hear, like, God got you. So, nigga, I remember it being in the bed, you know what I'm saying, 10 o'clock at night, praying with my grandma on the phone. And the next day, I'm still getting bullied. Like, you know what I'm saying? This shit is not helping me, bro. This shit is not helping me. They still call me fat. They still call me ugly. I don't know what to do, you know what I'm saying? So, I really do feel like... I feel like in the black community, we have to become more like just more aware that Mm -hmm. there is things called help. There are are things called we have resources. That's what I should say. And resources also lead to medicine because some people do need the medicine because I've also heard my family be like, you don't need no medication. I mean, I never been on medication, but I've heard that like you don't need no medication to make you who you are. That stuff sedates you. But sometimes it helps regulate you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My mom sent me to therapy when I was in seventh grade. Okay. So I was I was bad as fuck. <laughs> and it was like, it came, it came from like the things that I was experiencing in the household. Thanks. Like, it all had to do with my mental health. Like, <laughs> right. for real. Yeah. And she sent me, so the, like our primary doctor recommended that she send me to therapy. So okay. it was like one of those children's close to home places. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like a um, therapist there. So... When I would go in, it was a white lady, and okay. I would never talk to her. We would do we would do like little puzzles. She would give me candy, trying to make me open up to her. I would never right. say anything. And the reason why is because my grandma would always be like, you can talk to God. You don't need that. Or they would. So it's like, okay, y'all sent me here, but yep. y'all also making me feel bad that I have to go. Mm-hmm. That don't even make sense. That don't read. Facts. Yeah. So it's like I felt I was ashamed. No so I, I would never talk to this woman. I probably went for a whole year and I never, you never said nothing to her. She was like, she doesn't talk. And the insurance paid for it though. Yeah, literally said nothing. Like I never said one word. Yeah. You know, like now just being in therapy, I, I think about that a lot. And yeah. I'll be like, you know, that could probably could have changed my life. If I could have helped you for but sure. But it's yeah. like I was the way that I was for like a few more years yeah. because I didn't have that assistance no facts no that's big facts did you go to therapy as a youngin or no nah nah i ain't start going to therapy till i was older man i i did a lot of i built a lot a lot of my youth was just me just trying to figure it out for real for real like facts. i had my brother um who was more like a father figure at the time that okay. helped me you know what i mean like around like maybe like 15 is yeah. when i started like kicking around him well okay. i met him when i was eight but i started kicking around him when i was like 15 i started living with him but i ain't have none of that bro like Everything was spiritualized in my home, like yeah. everything. Bro. Yeah, and I feel like it. Sometimes it's not a facade, but it's a facade. Like I don't want to say it's a facade, but like sometimes it's just kind of like no, like I really do just need help. Like yeah. and that's just what it is. So yeah. when did you get back into therapy? So I actually started going to therapy last year. Last year, okay. So yeah, I started going to therapy last year, and there was a, it was a lot just going on with me personally, man. Like I had a because me me coming out of that home where it was like Thanks. super spiritual and stuff, like. I separated from a lot of family and stuff like that, and I had to figure myself out, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually went through a phase, bro, where I was just like, I didn't know what I was doing, dog. Like, I just didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, nothing, because I was so dependent on yeah. my family and what they had taught me and everything. Like, and that was a big part of my mental struggle, bro, was like being myself and not being a part of like a family or being identified with somebody else, bro. That like, that's the crazy. No, like, it's no, crazy. Literally, no, literally, the black sheep are just feeling like you gotta be something. Not saying that you're not, but you're being something to prove yourself to your family. Facts, and I feel like bro. that happens a lot in the black community Facts, as far bro. as just trying to like, trying to please everybody but yourself. Like, so yeah. I, I've definitely, I definitely went through that. Autumn, you know what I'm saying? When did you get into therapy? So I feel like I got into therapy consistently in 2019 when I was pregnant. Okay. And I still have the same therapist, and we we be chopping it up. Okay. <laughs> you be talking about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So um, when I was pregnant, I was just really unhappy, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, you know, I've been saying that I want to find a therapist, and this was it was just the perfect time. So I found one. She's a black woman. And I just love her. Yeah. And, like, we've been, you know, in contact since. That's what's up. It gets to the point now where we don't even really have anything to talk about. Y'all just be talking like, hey, sis. Yeah, but like, <laughs> so this happened in school because, like, she did my program at the same school. Okay, yeah, So yeah. we just, I be like, yeah, so this happened last week in my class. Like, we literally don't be having <laughs> nothing to talk about sometimes. Yeah. 
so you formed a relationship with yours. Mm-hmm. Did you form a relationship with your therapist? Um, so nah, I just kind of like mine was kind of transactional for real. For okay, real. I'm not gonna Facts. hold you, but you know what I mean. I got what I needed to get. You know That's what I mean. Good. Like I definitely went and got what I needed to get. So you know, it was def- it had value. You know what I mean. I think I'm definitely in a much better place, much better way place. better place. Bro. That's what's like, up. You know what I mean. So so I wish you know what I'm saying I wish I could say the same. But when I when I got back into therapy, so I got back in. Okay, so I feel like okay, I got back. I applied in like October, November. I was like, all right, I'm going to just try it. Like everybody been telling me to go to therapy, talk to somebody about it, and not have a biased opinion or whatever. Cool. So I did it. I signed up, but they told me I couldn't do it until January. Like, I feel like the date was like 14th. I, feel like I remember that like it's yesterday. January 14th. They're like, all right, on January 14th, Dewey, we got you set up for your therapist. All right, cool. Now, to my job, I done went to see the, who the nigga was, what the nigga, all the niggas' credentials and everything. Because I just <laughs> want to see who I'm about to talk to yeah. about my life. Um, so I vetted him out or whatever, um, and I kind of didn't want to use him at first, but then somebody told me, like, how the fuck are you judging a therapist that's about to help you? Like, how are you? I'm like, you know what? You're right. I'm, I'm, okay, you're right. Let me back up. So um, I had, I want to think, I think I had three sessions, and I just feel like it went left for me, bro. Like, mm. it went, it was two. No, it was three. It was definitely three. I feel like it was three. The third one, it was some bullshit, though. So, <laughs> the third one, the motherfucker had me fucked up, and I had to go. All right? No, it was three, Steph. Stop was he, saying was that. he reading you, or you just No, so that's the oh, thing. So that's the thing. Like, so, I also want to talk about that, too. So, I walked in thinking, like, not that I didn't have a lot of issues, but, like, I, you know how you feel like you don't need to go to therapy until something's extremely wrong? That's how I felt. But, like, I do got, you know, embedded issues that I haven't really addressed yet. So, while I'm talking to the nigga, sorry, not the nigga. While I'm talking to this professional, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) While I'm talking to him, um, it was cool. The first one, the one time we did the assessment, I don't know if y'all did that. The first time you do, like, an Mm -hmm. assessment to see, like, what kind of things you got. Like, Mm -hmm. I had OCD and things of that nature. Second time, all right, cool. I'm starting to tell him about a little situation, my life and shit. All right, cool. I'm not really feeling his energy, though. He's not really giving me the energy I need him to give. So, then the third time, nigga... I then came back into therapy. The nigga didn't remember nothing I said. Everything I said was like he turned it to like onto me. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I'm just like, I feel like you, first of all, wasn't listening. And I feel like, I just feel like the situation was super funny as far as like, I, I came for an unbiased opinion. Not saying that, um, not saying that you have to like agree with me. No, I'm not saying that. But I just feel like right now you've turned everything on me. So I feel like you didn't listen to me. You know what I'm saying? So I think I don't ever want to go back to therapy. <laughs> like yeah. I never, bro, I never want to go back just for that simple fact of how bad it went with this therapist. And I know that's not, that's not, that's not cool to say. Yeah. So if y'all could give me some encouraging things to go back to therapy, I would love that. Because right now at this point, like it, bro, I'm telling y'all, I'm not even being dramatic. It went so left that I'm just like, fuck therapy. Like, I'll talk to myself in the mirror. Like, I'll definitely just, I'll talk to myself and my problems with myself because it was so, it went so left, bro. So, what do y'all have to say to that? Like, did it ever go, did y'all ever feel read by y'all's therapist to where you want to smack the fuck out of them? So, um, I had a therapist. So, okay. My therapist that I have now, I've been with her since, like... March 2019, but before her, I had a therapist mm-hmm. in 2018. It was a white lady. Yeah. She was actually a psychiatrist, so she could prescribe medicine. Right. Um, she was older, and mm-hmm. as I'm sitting in her office and I'm talking to her, there was no... I couldn't feel any connection. Okay. And um, I think I saw her twice, and I just never went back. Right. But... And I was just like, whatever. But, like, now, as someone who is, like, you know, studying to be a therapist and I'm in this cohort with all these different people. Right. I feel like you have to really, like, try people out. So, I don't feel like it should be, like, okay, therapy isn't for me or I give up. It right. sh- you should still try other people. I actually have a friend who is, you know, a black uh, woman and she said that her favorite therapist that she has had so far is a white male. Okay. And, you know, she's had a few. Like, she Fair. tried them out or whatever. And I just feel like that's something that people need to do instead of just going one time or a few times yeah. with one person and being like, yeah, I'm cool. Um, because that's another way to run from your issues. <clears throat> <laughs> Don't touch your motherfucking head. Don't touch your motherfucking head. <laughs> what you think, Bill? Did you? Did you? <laughs> 
did you fuck with chores? Like? Yeah, nah. I, I luckily I, I got lucky on the first go around, man, and I found a good therapist. But I would definitely that's the that's the advice I was given before I went went into it is just yeah. make sure you try. You know what I mean? Like just kind of. You know what I mean? It's like a potluck. You feel me? You gotta try stuff, see what you like, whether or not you. Me. You know what I mean? You gotta try and see and see what you like, whether or not you had it before or not. You know what I mean? So Facts. it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Try the therapist. You know what I mean? See see what kind of method or whatever they use. You know what I mean? And just see whether or not you like it. You yeah. know what I mean? See whether or not they give you the energy or the respect or whatever they need to give you. You know what I mean? Okay. To feel like you getting the response you need to help you to be a better person. So, um, you know what I mean? I went to um. I went to uh, to therapy for myself, and then me and my wife also went to some counseling as well, and we both got lucky on the first time. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's definitely one of those. It's, it's definitely a trial and everything I'll say, even though we got lucky on the first time. But you just got to try, bro. Like, So, that's the thing. I guess I got to go into it thinking that it's going to be a trial and error. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? I signed up. You this should be, be like, enough. You can't be like, oh, this is a black man we match. Because different therapists specialize in different things. That's true. That's true. I think, but I feel like I studied it enough. Like I was going through, like you know, their bios and shit. What they, what they, you know, work with and shit. I felt like I, I'm like he, he cool. Like you, y'all done referred me to him. But then, like being in this session, bro, I'm telling y'all, like the first session, I'm not gonna lie, it was, it was amazing. It was cool. I, I learned some things about myself. The second one, I'm like, oh, this is cool. That third one really scarred the fuck out of me. Like, mm-hmm. and I, and I feel like the last session was like in February. And I have not went back. Like, yeah. I'm, I feel you. There's I, been things with my therapist that I don't agree with what she's saying. Yeah. And um, it's like, how I look at it is if it doesn't resonate, don't take it personal. Okay. Not saying, like, I'm not holding myself accountable for things that, are, that may be my fault or things that I need to work on. But, like, if someone says something to me and it really just doesn't resonate, regardless if you're a professional or not, right. I'm not going to, one, hold that against you or just... Take it personal to where it affects, you know, my mental health. I'm going to just keep moving forward. Right. Yeah, I think, too, like, for me, I, I think one of the things I had to, one of the things I went into it thinking and realizing is that, like, these are people, you know what I mean? And I think that bios or whatever credentials mm-hmm. don't speak for a person's personality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, That's I can go into good, it. Bro. I can go into it, you feel me, and expect something. But if that person don't have the personality to feed me what I'm looking for, yeah. then, you know what I mean? I'm not going to get what I want. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, some people give you more energy. Some people Facts. are more chill. Some people are more, you know what I mean, like, erratic, you Facts. know? So you just don't know what type of personality you run into they may have the right knowledge they may have what the skill set they may know everything from top to bottom but yeah. their personality trash and you don't like it like you're not gonna have the right therapist you That's know what true. i mean like so I think personality is huge when it comes to finding a therapist. Damn. I feel that. I feel like that's kind of what I was saying when I was talking about, you know, there's like 60 people in my cohort. Facts. I don't see all of them being my therapist, you know? <laughs> right, Even right. my professors, like they're they have all the credentials. Yeah. I don't see me really sitting down and talking to them about my experiences because we just we I know we don't see eye to eye. Yeah. And I actually had a friend who she came to me um, she was going to therapy and she's like, yep. yeah, I wasn't feeling the first session. She just had an attitude. And my response was, maybe she just had a bad day. You know? Because therapists are people too. And it wasn't, exactly. And her session wasn't like, you know, first thing in the morning. It was like later in the afternoon. I'm like, maybe she just had a bad day. I think you should give her another try. Yeah. And I think the second one, like, it was better. It was cool. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. People, I feel like, like you said, like personality and it's who they are. And it's also like just I mean we we go every we go shit we go places every day and we don't vibe with motherfuckers. I don't vibe with the clerks. I don't vibe with the motherfuckers scanning <laughs> my food. I don't buy with you motherfuckers. All right. So and okay, I didn't fucking buy with my therapist. <laughs> I'm fucking mad because y'all had good. I'm, actually, I'm happy that y'all had good therapists. But I'm fucking I'm jealous. All right. <laughs> like, I'm fucking jealous. So let's talk about this though. So when we think about therapy when it comes to relationships, though, have y'all ever felt like y'all had to hop into therapy because of a relationship? Yes. Being um, we can talk about you know platonic family. Um, what is it? What's that other one? Not it's not romantic. Not, romantic. I'm about to say monogamy. That's 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 being <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> I feel like I've been in therapy for all three. Um, okay. My romantic relationships, yep. my family, as well as platonic relationships. Um, I feel like my friends. Uh, I feel like I have been in friendships that have drained me. Yes. Um, so I had to talk to my therapist about it. I feel like the black sheep in my family. So I had to talk to my therapist about it. And then also in my romantic relationships, I feel like I've been in a situation where 
I didn't have anyone to talk to. So I've talked to my therapist about all three. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like she's really given me, like, insight. And um, just most recently, like, I did this, what was it called? It was, like, hypnotherapy. Okay. I did What's hypnotherapy that? That? with my therapist. So she basically hypnotized me. Did so, it work? Yes. So, okay. Oh. So, Tell us about it. Talk, talk it. So, like, it. she was just like, get comfortable. Da, 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 look at this space in the ceiling. And then she was just saying all these different things. Um, and then she would ask me questions like, when's the last time you felt frustrated? And the first thing that came to my mind was I was talking about a situation with a friend mm-hmm. where I feel like my friend was too, like... I don't know, like reliant on my opinion. Okay. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't live your life for you. Right. And, um, after I'm like saying this to my therapist, I realized that I didn't say those exact words to the friend. And, you know, she just gave me like a different view on like how I should handle the situation. And it just goes back to the, like, you're human too. Like you can't, you can't think for other people. You can't be their brain. You can't do this. So, yeah, I've been to therapy for all different types of relationships. And just, like, with my family, um, I just feel like when it comes to my family, they're just real content. Um, And I just see, I just always see bigger. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's just really hard to get people to understand where I'm coming from. But I think that one thing that I have learned in therapy when it comes to those three different types of relationships, whether sure. it be family, platonic, romantic, or just a friendship with a with same sex friendship. Yeah. I feel like I've learned that you can have relationships for different things. So Thanks. I don't have to vent to all my friends about the same thing. I don't have to vent to my family about everything that's going on in my life. I don't have to rely on my romantic partner for all these different things. Like in order to keep myself happy, I have to have boundaries. Facts. That's it. That's it. Man, man, for me, um, I had to say mainly I went to therapy for like family and my romantic relationships. I mm-hmm. think kinda with my friendships, it just kinda, you know, for me, I you know, I think God just kinda did his own thing with me personally with my friendships. Like people just kinda fell off and like yep. the right people came around when I started doing things that I really wanted to do in life. But for me, man, it was it was big, 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 big for, like, family, bro. Like, I think my family relationship caused, like, the majority of the trauma that I had. Mm-hmm. There was, like, trickling into, like, my romantic relationships and my marriage mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, like, because you got to think, bro, like, your family, before you get into a romantic relationship, like, your family is the first thing you encounter, bro. Absolutely. Like, the people you, like, grow up with and stuff like that, like, that's all you encounter. So, like... For me, man, it was about um, just kind of, like I said, I grew up in a spiritual home, bro. So not to say that I've given up on my faith or nothing, but it was a lot of stuff that was like a lot more practical than mm-hmm. what they were making it. And I had to really learn like the identi- to identify like the practical stuff in my life, bro, and just like separate the difference. Mm-hmm. And it just really helped me to see like, you know, um, you know, I don't have to... Uh, give so much energy and so much effort into like like you said earlier you know what i mean like trying to please people or do this for them or do that for them like you know what i mean like i'm an individual Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i can do my own thing i can live my my own life my a certain way that i want to or whatever so you know what i mean like for me man it was really about just like finding a therapist that could help me with that Mm -hmm. because if i could if i could get over a lot of that trauma a lot of those issues and those experiences bro like a lot of other areas of my life will flourish absolutely so no for sure so i (laughs) it's so funny i only been in three sessions okay cool but it's funny because i went in therapy just seeing like i went into therapist just to see like what he could help me with um, I feel like I needed help in all three of those areas, like every area I needed help with friends, um, you know, relationships and family. But I think the big one for me that would that's going to like, you know, what I'm saying trauma comes from is my family trauma, honestly, like and it might look good. Like I laugh about it and joke about it, but I really do feel like I have trauma from just growing up feeling like, you know, as an older, I don't know what are y'all the oldest. You're the only child. Oldest child? Only child. Well, oh. no, I'm sorry. Well, I'm my mom's only child. Okay, so, well, yeah, like, then you're the only child at the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was the oldest. So, y'all might be able to relate to this thing, um, this this shit. Like, you just feel like you gotta do everything right. Like, I feel like that's a big trauma for me. Like, just having to be 
feel like growing up, I had to be the perfectionist of the family. Not not to say like I didn't wear the cap very well. Like I tried to wear that perfectionist cap very well, but I just feel like I still feel pressure and anxiety today trying to make sure everything is precise and well and perfect. And I put pressure on myself and stress on myself trying to make sure it's perfect because I know I have other people watching me. You know what I'm saying? As far as like my siblings, like I feel like mm -hmm. I have people that are that are coming but after me and I feel like I have to make that that statement every time and I feel like that's why I've probably been like not so loud but just like so when I come into spaces people notice me because I feel like I've always had to have have to wear that cap make and your so presence known. make my presence not even like known but definitely known in some way either I'm wearing loud ass clothes I'm being loud my laugh is loud like you know what I'm saying my personality loud like I feel like I just always have to make the presence because I know somebody else is coming after me. Yeah. And so I think like for me, if I would have got deeper with that nigga, but you know what I'm saying I ain't gonna I ain't gonna talk about him. If I would have got if I deep with my therapist, I would have came to a to a uh like a happy place of like how to like kinda work with that. Because I think I've always that's literally always my problem. And also, I don't know if y'all went through this, yes man. I've been a yes man my whole life, oh, bro. For sure. Like I just feel like I can do everything. I'm just yeah. <laughs> Where I've learned how to say no, bro, and it's like saying bro. no doesn't equate to my ability to do something, nor does it equate to me Talk being nice, it. or does it equate to how I feel about you? Yeah. Like I have to put myself first at the end of the day. So yeah. if I don't feel like doing something, I don't need to explain that to you. I can just say no, and that's okay. Listen, that's I got no, it. Period. No period. No is a sentence. No exclamation point. It ain't no question mark. It ain't even no. It ain't no comma. It ain't no question mark. It's no period or exclamation Bro, point, and that's that. I'm trying to catch up to you. That's what I'm trying to get. Like I'm trying to get to nah. the no. The no period. Rosa I'll Park, say no. Nah. <laughs> Rosa Parks ain't move, nigga. Nah. I'm trying to get to that point, bro. But I feel like it's so hard because I've always been able to wear so many hats in everybody's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been able to be here and there. I've been able to keep my grandma cool, my mom cool, the motherfucker I'm fucking with cool, my brother's cool. Like, I've always wore so many hats that now it's hard for me to say no yeah. i've been a yes man bro my like literally my whole life i've been a yes like oh you can you do this for sure i got you like, don't worry about <laughs> it don't worry about it i'm busy but i got you like and so i think that's definitely one thing i definitely do definitely gotta worry work through so let's talk about some things y'all had to work through through therapy so just name one thing y'all had to work through through therapy because clearly my shit was a fluke so what did was successfully <laughs> what did y'all have to work uh, through making excuses Ooh. I feel like I would constantly just make excuses for different things. Yeah. Like, and it's like, I can't even remember any off the top of my head because it's so far removed. Yeah. But I would just have an excuse for everything as to why something didn't get done or why I didn't do something. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. Like I was saying, like I found my therapist when I was pregnant. So I think it was a kind of like the combination of both, like, mm -hmm. you know, just carrying life and bringing life into this world as mm -hmm. well as being in therapy. Like, excuses don't mean anything to me anymore. I just don't care. Like, <laughs> anything that I want to do is going to get done. Okay. And it's like, even if, like, um, let's say something I wanted to do didn't happen, I just accept that it didn't. Okay. Or, okay, like, yeah, you fumbled. Instead of being like, well, you did Like, no, yeah. there's no excuse. Yeah. You just fucked. You just fucked up. You like you fucked up. You fumbled the bag. Accountability. Yeah, there it is. Accountability. Accountability. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Excuses. You know they tie into holding yourself accountable, and Facts. I feel like that's something that I learned to do over the past two years. Just hold yourself accountable. Okay. Um. So you probably gonna help me hate me for this, bro. After you just said it, but being a yes man, bro. Um. <laughs> I got like my anxiety. I had a lot of anxiety, bro, yes. when I did not make people happy. Yep. Like if I say yes to something and I didn't do it right and mm -hmm. you was mad, my anxiety shot through the roof, nigga, Fucked like up. through the roof, bro. And I was like, oh my God, they finna be so mad. Like, mm -hmm. and I would get defensive. Like, even if they wasn't mad, I would find myself defensive, bro, just because like 
in my mind, I'm just ready for you to be upset. Facts. But it's because of the way I grew up. Like whenever I did do something and it didn't make like my 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 elders happy, like they just kind of gave me this like rebuke. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you need to be doing X, Y, and Z, da 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 this yeah. way, blah 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 blah. So like anybody I encounter who even treated me well, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't really, it didn't bother them that much that I didn't do something the way they wanted done. Like. Right. I just got defensive, anxiety shot through the roof, but now it's just like, oh, you mad? Okay. Yep. I feel like I've I've grown into that I don't give a fuck mode. Like, because I did. I gave a fuck about everything. Literally, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) I'm fuckwittable. Literally, because I I gave a fuck about every little thing, every little detail, everything I did wrong. If I turn left, my grandma told me to turn right, I almost probably wanted to cry type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I swear to God, Like, I really, it'd be the littlest shit, though. Like, I didn't turn my homework in on time and I got a B. Bro, my grandma would cuss like I. There was B, A's and B's was allowed. C's and uh, below was never allowed. So now I be looking back and my brothers getting F's and shit. I'm like, my family chilling, laid back. I'm like, hold on, like I was killing myself trying to get an A and B. Like I just wanted to make y'all happy, and so I think that's definitely, bro. That's definitely one thing that when I do get back into therapy, because I guess now y'all about to pay me get back into therapy. I will send you uh, some. <laughs> I was yeah. Yeah. Right? Because okay. I definitely need to work through that. Like, definitely work through being a yes man because I still, I feel like I still, today, right now, I don't really struggle with it, but I still like low key struggle with it. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be accountable with that type shit. All right. So the last thing I do want to talk about is y'all are both parents. I'm not a parent yet. You know what I'm saying? Blessed be thy name because we didn't have some scares on the way. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have some scares on the way. We're gonna thank God for that. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, let's talk about how therapy is um, with you know even having a family or having children. Like, and we I want also want to touch into that childhood trauma that we've all we've all voiced that we've struggled with. Like, so first things first, how has it been? No, we'll just we'll just go straight into it. So childhood trauma, how do you feel like you're gonna? keep the trauma away from your children from what you've experienced so you have a how old is ace 18 months 18 months and what's your son's name uh bentley five months <laughs> bentley okay <laughs> bentley five months all right so tell me how how are you going to do things different from your family so that's a real good question especially like now ace is at the point where he knows how to listen mm-hmm. and he'll look at me and he'll i'll tell him not to do something he'll look at me and still do it <laughs> and i feel like my yeah. mom just used to like yell at me all the time like yeah. we never talked yeah and i feel like that's why um you know things turned out the way that they did with me because i feel like no one ever really talked to me yeah so my initial reaction is to be like stop or why are you doing that and it's just like bro like relax yeah so i feel like i constantly like just catch myself when i want to like initially like react to something that he does, but I'm like, okay, like why are you doing this? Like I literally ask him questions. <laughs> he's one years old, yeah. but like I talk to him like he's twelve because it's like we're we're going to start this now to where we can have open conversations. Absolutely. Like I don't, like, I feel like conversations with my mom were always closed. Yeah, like it was never. She never asked me when I got in trouble at school. She never asked me why. It was like, oh, I'm about to beat your ass. Yep. So, you know, I just starting now at one years old, I want to have like that open line of communication. So it's like if he as he he is in daycare, but as he gets older and he's actually aware of really aware of his actions. And let's say he does get in trouble and they call me when he gets when I pick him up, I'm going to ask like, so, you know, like why? Like what made you do that? I'm not going to be like, yeah, go, go pick up that belt. Go get the belt. Like, no, like. And I just feel like that's something that's embedded into black people from a long time. I really think it comes from slavery, but we're not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it just goes on and on and on. And they just follow their parents, and I don't want to do that. Right. And um, I feel like I was traumatized as a child when it comes to, like, not feeling like I could talk to my mom. I mean, there was already trauma there from it being a single person parent home but that's a whole nother story too yeah but it's like so it was just my mom and i don't have anyone to talk to this is why i'm acting out in school i'm it's like a cry for help and you still not listening to me right and i don't want to be like that thanks that's good yeah Oof, um, that's good shit so I'm, I'm finna get in my bag on this one. I'm let's go. Ooh, okay. uh, we love the bag. So let me ask you. So you got a boy? Mm-hmm. So look, man. This, this, what she said is so important. What she said is so valuable. Okay. Like, talking to your children, right? Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, right? 
number one, they're still people. Yeah. Right. You feel me? Like kids are people. They're smart. They're intelligent. They learn fast. You feel me? And they're still they're growing and they're still learning. So this stuff that you say to them, how you talk to them, is all important because they take that with them as they grow older. Absolutely. You feel me? And at the end of the day, with them being boys, you feel me, and they grow to be men, this is this is part of the issue why a lot of men have the problems that they have when they grow older is that they don't know how to express their feelings. They don't know how to talk about things. They don't know how to talk about things or whatever because nobody just talked to them. Facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like nobody allowed them the space to express their feelings. Facts. And so now, you feel me, it's you know, like... As they grow older, it's like, be a man, toughen up, shut mm-hmm. up, suck it up, whatever else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so when they get into marriage or relationships or whatever, they bottle up their emotions. They don't talk about stuff. They don't know how to connect with their their, their spouse or their, their significant other or whoever else is in their life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's why they end up just kind of like doing people dirty or throwing people to the side or whatever or not. Because they don't know how to talk about stuff. And so that's why for me, like, it's going to be valuable and important for me, like, as my son gets older, like, I'm talking to him. Like, I'm not just going to let him, I'm not going to tell him, you know what I mean, because I'm the man of the house and I'm sergeant, dad, whatever. Like, I'm going to talk to him, you know what I mean? Like, tell me why you did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I'm explaining to him why he shouldn't do it because I need him to be smart enough to have the understanding, like, yo, this is how you need to live your life. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to be a man later in life, like, this is how you need to do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not bottling up your emotions. It's not telling other people to do things because you the man. Like, nah. Right. Like, talk about stuff. You're a human. Before you're a man, you're a human being. Like, you know what I mean? Like, talk about how you feel. You know what I mean? And I think that's going to help his relationships and help him to understand, like, who he need to connect with in his life to keep him away from some of the stuff that I experienced or anybody else experienced. You know what I mean? Like, that keeps him from having trauma is learning how to identify Right relationships, learning how to keep himself away from stuff because I started it. You know what I mean? Right. I, I talked to him first. That's you know facts. I mean? So it's going to be valuable, man. That's definitely what she said is big, bro. No, it's definitely big. No, I feel for bad sure. for black men. No, facts. Because I feel like a lot of things that black men do and experience comes from their mothers. Um, you know, when it comes to black people, black people are uh, the most uh, that come from like single parent homes right. and they're usually raised by women. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like their moms, they kind of like have this resentment towards towards their dads. And then black right. men, they grow up, they hate men and women okay, because of like how their mom raised them. And no shade to any black mothers, um, because I feel like that just kind of comes from what they have learned as well. But it's like then they grow up and they don't know how to seek like a real woman because they're so used to like how they were brought up. They're being babied or just feeling like men right. ain't shit. That's good. Feeling shit. like they don't like women. Like it's just, you know, that's they shit. just have all these issues. And I just feel like it stems from the black family not being put together. Yep. And it, it just bothers me. And you know, like when I was pregnant, I knew it was a boy from day one, but like I wanted a daughter because of you know the superficial shit. Oh, I want to do her hair. I want to dress alike. I want to do <laughs> this. Look I like me, do that. my twin. Yeah, like yeah. we look just alike. <laughs> Whatever. But like you know, just like as time has gone on, and I'm raising my son, and I'm like, this is exactly what I needed. Facts. Because I don't want him to be like the things that I've seen or the things that I have dealt with. Yeah. And. Yeah, like I just want to be like different when it comes to being like that black mom. I'm not I don't want to be like the strong black woman. I don't want to idolize my struggles. And that's funny you that's say that. That's what black women do. That's what I that's what I grew up with. So I never seen my mom cry because I feel like she tried to be in that position of like being that strong woman, but at the same time it hurt me because now I'm thinking like women aren't really emotional. So now I'm dealing with women that's hella emotional. And I'm like, my mom ain't ever cry. Why the fuck you always cry every time we talk? Every time we talk, you both yeah. cry. You know what I'm saying? So I'm confused. But to your point, though, I think that um, now, you know, shout out to the moms that have tried to, like, work through those things. And just I feel like moms are put in a place where they just they want to make sure their kid has it all. That's it. But trying to make sure your kid has it all hurts us in Yeah, and it's like, you still have to take care of your mental health. Right. It's okay. If I want to cry, it's okay for my son to see me cry. It's okay for him to know that I'm sad too. And you have emotion. Yeah. I never seen that. It's okay for that. I never seen it either, for real. And it's like, black women equate crying and all those things to being weak. But it's like, they do that with their kids. But like, with a nigga, you don't. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) what's up, sis? (laughs) We 
gotta keep the consistency yeah, here. Yeah, like there's no like, because like, real but no, shit, for though. real. Like it has to add up. Yeah. So it's like I want my children to know that like it's a, my your mom can be happy, she can be sad, she yeah, can be frustrated, she can, she go can be angry. Shit. And it's like I'm still gonna be strong because right. I'm still handling still my mom. business. Yeah, I can facts. cry and still take care of what I need to take care of. No, and it's facts. like that's okay. That doesn't equate to weakness, it doesn't equate to Anything that you feel may be degrading. Yep. Vulnerability is strength. No, facts. And I think that's a big thing. And I feel like for me, like what I've had to learn, like what you was talking to about um, men like crying and being emotional and being expressive and how you say you're going to let your son be expressive. I think for me, so long, I was not able to be expressive. I kept everything in. So now as an adult, I bottle things up and like I snap at the wrong times. And it's not like snap like I'm trying to fight, you feel me? But yeah. like just snap as in like wordplay. Just everything comes out at one time because it's all bottled up. But mm-hmm. it's bottled up because I was that kid that's like I would pout. And my dad is like, why the fuck you pout? And like change your face. Like you used to look like a little girl out here crying and shit. And I'm like, all right, so now I got to keep a good face. Like I got to keep a smile on my face even though I'm going through these things because I've been taught to not even just my dad, but just mom, everybody. Don't cry. Get the fuck up. Like, I scratched my knee, nigga. It hurts. The fuck? It's a rave. Can I cry? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like, no, get up. You know what I'm saying? Go get a little paper towel and you be cool. So I feel like, like you say, you feel bad for the black man because we really have had to just take it and go. And it's like, that's not okay. And that's literally been our story. And I'm not saying that we, like, just need to get past on our back. But, you know, pat me on my back type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't our fault type shit. But I really do think that that's one thing that I definitely struggled with was really learning how to let my emotion, like express my emotions yeah. to people I'm dealing with, to my friends, because for real, I have a flat affleck. Like I won't, there's nothing, you will not see a problem with me. My face might change, yeah. but I feel like I've, I've literally, it's a learned behavior to where I don't express my feelings. And I definitely, I'm definitely trying to work out of that. I'm definitely trying to talk a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Show a little bit more emotion, but it's because I was taught to not cry as a kid. That shit's yeah. soft. See, like, <laughs> one of the things, so, like, with the example you gave, this yeah. kind of, like, works with emotions and stuff like that, period. It's just, like, you fall and you scratch your knee, right? Yeah. You feel me? Like, that joint hurt. That you gonna hurts. cry. You feel me? Like, yeah. you gonna cry. But once you get done crying, you realize, like, all right, I'm good. Right. You feel me? The more you experience that, you gonna realize, like, all right, this hurt. I'm gonna cry, but I'm gonna be good. You feel me? Like, and that's what you, that's what I think, like, we just need to allow ourselves to experience or with kids or whatever. Like, just let them hurt. You feel me? Like, yeah. because after a while, they're going to go through and just realize, like, I'm, I'm going to be, be straight okay. at this. I'm yep. going to be okay. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, this was just a small downfall, whatever. I got hurt a little bit. I'm going to be cool, though. You Facts. feel me? I'm not dying. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of my life. Like, everything's not over. Like, it's just a little mix-up or whatever. Like, I think we need to allow ourselves in the black community or with kids or whatever, whether they actually fall and scrape their knee or whether they get hurt in a relationship, like let them hurt. You feel me? Like I think because that teaches them something, it teaches them something and then it allows them with experience to just be like, all right, well this hurt me. You feel me? And I'm not going to go back and do X, Y, and Z. Like if you can't skateboard and you jump off a flight of stairs, you're not going to go do it again because you just hurt yourself. Like, (laughs) you feel me? Like I'm not going to do that again. I know that hurt. You feel me? In the same way with relationships with people, like, X, Y, and Z did blah, 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 blah. Like, all right, I see these signs now. I'm not going to do that. You feel me? So I think we need to allow ourselves to experience that. And then, like, in your relationships with your kids or whatever, like, talk to them about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I've been through that before. Like, I know how you feel, but you're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we need, bro. Yeah. With my son, like, he's he's real rough. He'll jump off of stuff and he'll hurt himself. He'll get up, he'll he'll cry. He'll be like, say, I'm okay. He'll be like, I'm okay. (laughs) And, like, so he has this slide. He'll go. He'll keep getting up, going down it. Every time he bump into something, he just stand up like I'm K. <laughs> and it's like you know, like when he sits there and cry, I'm not like stop crying. Yeah. You're okay, but I'm just like you say I'm okay. He's yeah. like I'm K, and I'll wipe his tears, and he'll he'll keep going. <laughs> and see, that's they'd be like, shut your ass up, nigga. Yeah, you like, ain't gonna no. be crying. And I'm yeah. over here like trying. I don't know like, why. You can cry. It's okay. Yeah. And you you gonna and it's like you're still. Walking, you're still doing the same thing. Yeah. So. so I think the big thing was for this conversation was just identifying that you have a problem. It's okay. Identifying that you can be expressive. Um, but for Tim Check, y'all, I want to talk about y'all both have had successful therapy, like counselors, therapists, whatever. So I, for Tim Check, I want y'all to like 
give some advice to the people on like how to seek therapy and how to seek the right one for you. And like how y'all told me, like it's it's trial and error. Like yeah, it's trial and error. But like tell me what's one thing you really appreciate about your therapist. Like what's one thing you appreciate about yours? One thing you really appreciate about yours. And it will kind of like hopefully it would encourage those out there to seek therapy because I am one that's like fuck therapy and I just know that that's not okay. So you feel me? So like give us some encouragement for this temp check. Tell us. What I'll just ask you that, Adi. What was one thing you liked about your therapist? What's one thing I want to start by saying? It? I think everyone needs therapy. Everybody. Hint, hint, hint. Don't put no fingers. <laughs> but I do think that everyone needs therapy. Um, I found my therapist on Psychology Today. Okay. And you can literally go in there and enter your zip code, and you'll see someone you know relatively close or whatever. Right. But one thing that I really liked about my therapist is that I feel like she was relatable, and not just because she was a black woman. But, like, you know, when I would be talking to her, she'd be like, we. It was a we thing, you Mm -hmm. know? And I just really appreciated that because I felt like she wasn't just taking my experiences and the things that I was saying and, like, oh, you different. It was just like, we're in this together. Absolutely. And that's really what I liked about her. Yeah. And, like... There has been times where I've been frustrated or maybe she, like, skipped a session or she canceled last minute. But I also realized, you know, she's human and um, she's real transparent when it comes to that, too. Like, and that's another thing that I really like about her. Mm-hmm. Transparency and you said relatability, like being mm-hmm. relatable and transparent. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go back to, like, what I said earlier. You feel me? Like, personality matters when it comes to a therapist. So mm-hmm. I've been through a marriage count. I've been through marriage therapy and I've been through a marriage counseling and therapy. And I've also been through, like, my own personal therapy. Yeah. Personality matters. But then also, like, so with my with my therapist um, that I did for myself, like, yeah. my therapist just allowed me to vent. Like, she just let me spill, like, everything. Just what else? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what else? So, like, um, for me, it was just what I what I appreciate about that therapist was that they just allowed me to just let everything out because that was one of my issues. Like I said, I bottled everything up. And when I was just able to spill, even though it was like a huge emotional spill, like once I got it out, I really wasn't thinking about it anymore. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it just kind of came out. Or I ended up talking myself through my issues. <laughs> like I yeah, already had facts. the answer. Yep. I was just so mad at the situation that I couldn't think myself through it. Yep. Like I was just so mad at what happened. I didn't realize, like, bro, I already know really what to do here. Right. Yep. I just want to be mad. Like I really <laughs> I just want to be mad shit. when I don't have to be. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like so, like that was one thing I appreciate about it. Appreciated about them. My other therapist with marriage counseling, I really appreciate about him. Is he was just really like. He was really engaged. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, having a therapist that's really engaged, too, somebody that kind of really, like, listens, they repeat back, you know what I mean? Showing that, they, like you said, that was and one of the issues. Yeah, that was my listen. issue. But every time I came back to a session, you feel me? Uh, he was like, yo, so I remember last session you said X, Y, and Z, da, 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 da. You feel me? And then in those sessions, he would tie in whatever I talked about last session to what we were talking about now, and he would help me mm. to explain something new. You know what I mean? That I might have been dealing with um, in my marriage or whatever that helped me to take a step further. You know what I mean? To be a better spouse or a better husband, man, man, whatever. You know what I mean? So, um, it's, it's, I think therapists, like I said, personality plays a factor and they just all have different ways of doing things. But that's what I personally appreciate. That's good shit. That's good shit. So, you know what, y'all? After this conversation, I ain't gonna say I'm gonna do it tonight. Maybe tomorrow. I'm gonna get on psychology today. I'm gonna send you I'm gonna put my zip code. No, dead ass. I'm gonna put my zip code in. Nah, real shit. I'm gonna put my zip code in, y'all. Four three two two seven, baby. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna put my zip code in. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna go back, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it because clearly, you know, what I'm saying I see two people that's went through it and it's worked. Um, and I think that for everybody listening, definitely, you know, so don't be like me. Don't be like Dewey. You know what I'm saying? Uh, have trial and error and be able to go back because I really do think that it's important for us to talk about our mental health. It really mm-hmm. is. Like, because I feel like, like you said, everybody needs a therapist, but everybody is going through something. Like, as totally much as, different. as fine as we look in these pictures, you going through something yeah. too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. going on from since you was two. Look, look, from since you was motherfucking two, right? Okay. Like, since diapers, baby. I know you so, in Dubai, but you hurt. Period. You know what I'm saying? You hurt. God can do a lot, but he can't do this right now, all right? Like, let's talk about it, all right? 
So to everybody listening, definitely seek therapy, bro. Mental health is really big in our community. It's definitely, you know what I'm saying? It's May is Mental Health Month. And so I think I really appreciate y'all for coming on for this conversation. For sure, it was sure. good. Y'all got me back into therapy. Well, as of right now, y'all got me back into therapy. We're I might change you my mind. <laughs> y'all want to send me the links. <laughs> but since we're talking about links, go ahead and plug yourself, bro, where they can find y'all. Autumn, Bill, y'all can go. Whoever can go first. I don't know. Okay, so you can find me on IG and Twitter at Audie Francisco. You can also check out my other page on Instagram, emotionallyme.thebrand. Yes. Follow me, videos every Monday. Period. Period. <laughs> can you tell them a little bit about Emotional Me before we go to Bill? Yeah, so Emotionally Me is um, just a brand that talks about mental health, relationships, motherhood, all of the above. And every Monday, I drop an Emotional With Me Mondays video. Mm-hmm. So it's so crazy because my next video is going to be about how independency is a trauma response and we kind of talked about that yeah so, no this yeah shit. i love how it came full circle okay period. <laughs> okay good shit go ahead Bill. uh yeah man so you can find me twitter instagram um yeah uh rev bill b-r-e-v-b-i-l-l-b underscore so um yeah um you know just music uh content videos preaching whatever man it's all there so Absolutely, they definitely both are gems, you know what I'm saying? So y'all can definitely find me, prescribe with the realest, um, prescribe DR underscore on Instagram and prescribe DR on Twitter and then official DR on, hold on, wait, I said that wrong, I always say it wrong, bro. Prescribe DR underscore on Twitter, prescribe DR, no nigga, no. Prescribe DR on Instagram, prescribe DR underscore on Twitter, and then my personal Twitter is official DR. Um, again, thank y'all for coming on, bro. We talked about mental health, getting us together. I'm gonna definitely, like I said, send me them links because I'm gonna definitely apply. You Got feel you. me? Get, get what I you need because I, I really need it. Hold me accountable. You know what I'm saying? I'm be vulnerable and shit. But thank y'all again for coming on. You know what I'm saying? This is prescribed with the realest where we say the things your friends won't say and your man gonna lie about, and we out.